This episode is brought to you by Icon Beauty Cosmetics, Beauty Without Cruelty, and Tropical Unicorn Travels, making your vacations magical. Hello and welcome to Latinos with a Mic. I'm your host, Rosa. And I'm your host, Jennifer. October was National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And we thought it was a great topic to bring up for this episode. Yes. So today we're going to be talking about domestic violence and the different yep. forms of it, how to recognize them and how to get help as well. Exactly. And let's first <laughs> know what we're drinking today. Oh, yeah. We weren't drinking it, anything, but I started... We both started, like, just joking about everything. Yeah. So we decided to take a shot of tequila, first of all. Which is... Which one is it? Uh, this is Patron uh, Honey. Patron Reposado. I said Reposado. <laughs> what do you mean, honey? I thought it was honey, because... Never mind, Because he has a damn bee. I think. I thought, <laughs> yeah, I thought that. And then... So we took a shot of that, and then we're also drinking the Cayman. It's a Cayman Jack. Yeah. Margarita. And it's actually good. You yeah. like it? No, I like it. Yeah. We were supposed to be drinking water, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, according to Google, even though we said we wouldn't be doing it, but for season know. two, but you know what? Fuck it. You know, it, has, yeah. it, it needed you, to be done. Okay, guys, let us know if you like us doing the Googling. Exactly. Let, let us, us know. know. So, like that, we know if we need to keep doing it or you guys just wanted to skip yeah. that part. But, anyways, according to Google, domestic violence is the willful intimidation, physical assault, battery, sexual assault, and or other abuse behavior as part of a systematic pattern of power and control perpetrated mm-hmm. by one intimate partner against another. It includes physical violence, mm-hmm. sexual violence, psychological violence, and emotional abuse. Yeah. So, right, they give us all the mm-hmm, different mm-hmm. type of abuse, domestic and, violence. And I think that's very important because I was going to say, like, I know in my personal story, I didn't know the different types of domestic violence. Mm-hmm. I thought domestic violence meant, you know, a woman with a bruised eye and you, like, yeah. like, um, visual like you could see that it was domestic violence you yeah, know yeah yeah <clears throat> so i think that's that's great but there's so many people that have been getting abused on the daily just verbally yeah you know, it's emotional they... abuse is exactly. domestic violence and a lot of people are not a lot of women and you know it happens in men as well you know are not oh, aware yeah. of it yeah. and that's a big a huge thing yeah we don't talk about domestic violence mm-hmm. in men yes and you know it's so funny because uh before we start the episode you told me like Think of, you know, people mm-hmm. that have been through it. And honestly, one of the big ones that alerts was just going like, bitch, you uh-huh. need to talk about it. It's about a woman that I know is abusing her husband, like, big time. There you go. And that, it's good that you're going to talk about that because I think that's yeah. very important and not talked about enough. Um, I was going to say the statistics to this are so crazy. When I first researched the statistics, I was going to uh, Southwest and they asked us to do a speech a persuasive speech on mm-hmm. a charity where we're persuading people to donate, right? Exactly. I chose YWCA because it was, you know, from my personal story, I grew very fond of them. And when I was doing my speech, I had to research um, statistics on domestic violence. And I learned in the CDC reports that more than one in three women experience oh, domestic violence. That's and I remember reading that and thinking, that is crazy. So that out of three women that I know... Mm-hmm. You know, more than one of them, I mean, just yeah. three, you know what yeah. I'm saying, has like, experienced domastic violence. Right, Crazy. that in any group of three friends, mm-hmm. yes, one of them is going through. That's what I was going to say. And I was going to make you like, be looking around like being like, bitches, we're three. Is it you? Is it you? <laughs> you want to talk yeah. to me? I mean, you, you say me? You know yeah. what I mean? Then you start being like, oh, is it me? Mm-hmm. 
But I remember looking at those statistics and thinking, that is so crazy. Mm -hmm. So some other statistics that I'm reading at now from the um, doorwaysva.org says that black women are 35% more likely to experience domestic violence than white women. Okay. So I think this this research just compares black, black and, and white. Black and white, yeah. But I feel like... Hispanic women. I feel Hispanic women take it the, the biggest the worst. thing. Mm -hmm. And I think it has to do a lot with machismo, Ooh, right? Or maybe Arabic people. Oh my God. Maybe. You and know? you know what's crazy? It's not, it's not as much talked about in, in exactly. that community. Exactly. So, so that could right. be one of the things, you know, obviously we're Latinas with a mm -hmm. mic, so mm -hmm. we might going to focus more on the Hispanic part of it, but I feel like mostly, like, maybe, you know, Muslims and all of that, like 100%. Arabic people that have this mentality this idea might mm -hmm. suffer from it obviously i don't have any research right mm -hmm. now i don't have any numbers or anything so i'm just my personal opinion yeah you know that's that's what i feel i think if we go back to like hispanic households like if i think of just my family and going uh -huh. back you know i can i know like my mother experienced it my grandmother yeah. experienced oh, it you, you know mm -hmm. like i know in my family history a lot of females yeah. in my in my family experience so. honestly i never got to see it on my family that way now that i'm thinking about it i never got to see so but i got to find out though after i grew up that one of my grandfathers actually is in a you know now no more like he's mm -hmm. he he's he's going to church and mm -hmm. change his ways and everything but i learned that during his younger ages he used to abuse every single woman that he mm -hmm. was with, you know? And that's, like, a really big shock because, like, yeah. when you're a kid, you don't see it. You know what I mean? I used to see, like, oh, my God, my grandpa, the best one. Like, you know, he used to give me, like, money for everything, blah, 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 blah. And he was always really aggressive on ways mm -hmm. that he would talk to people and stuff like that. But he never registered to me, like, you know, that happened. Mm -hmm. And then I remember that evening I was telling, I was trying to tell my mom about something that happened to me when I was younger. And my mom was like, like, Worried, like she was so afraid that I was about to tell her that like, it was my grandpa. And I was like, No, he's the sweetest. Like, what are you mm -hmm. talking about? And but then I learned, like, oh, that's what she was worried because he he used to abuse my like my mom's mom, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my step grandma, you know yeah. what I mean? Stuff like that. And I was like, Oh my god, it's yeah, crazy, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you started thinking, and actually, it was like more like verbal abuse and mm -hmm. physical abuse. And to me, They're all really bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just like, sometimes you start thinking like, you know, me growing up, I was just thinking like, oh my God, he did all of that to y'all physically in your state, you know what I mean? And then yeah. that, that's the theme right there. But obviously I'm seeing it from outside. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, how do you stay? Mm -hmm. You know, so that's just something mm -hmm. right there that, huh, it shocked me. I know, I would have been shocked yeah. too. Um, well... My grandfather used to beat my grandmother. Oh, so, yeah, But, you know, I never had a relationship with him. Like, he oh, loved okay. her and all that stuff, so I didn't have a relationship. So I wouldn't know what you felt, knowing, exactly. like, tu abuelito, you uh -huh, know what I'm saying? Like, exactly, exactly. And then, then you have to see him in a different light. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's crazy. So, for me, and, and this is what we mentioned earlier about the different types of domestic violence and me yeah. not knowing... That's a crazy thing, though, too. You know, that in Hispanic households, they don't talk about domestic violence. or I mean, they pretty make much... Make you aware of it. I mean, mm. now things we're trying to change. Because it's so normalized. That's what I was going to say. It's so I feel, I normalized. Feel like, yes, there you go. I feel like this generation is definitely trying to change those type of behaviors. And mm -hmm. it's trying to be more open about things. But then we still have a, mm. good, a good big group of people that they still just close-minded about it. 100%. You know what I mean? They're still thinking that... 
they're not seeing that line between um how is it like when kids are doing bad what is it um when you start to correct a kid and be into mm-hmm. violence you know what yeah. i mean like and discipline, then it has like, between yeah. discipline there you go between discipline and and actually being violent then they also know seeing mm-hmm. about like el machismo like we have all yeah, these that's the biggest thing you know how they be thinking like oh but it's my mujer and i can do whatever like that's yes. my woman i can do whatever and it's like no sir you're gonna whoop her ass and just be like ka, 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 ka. it's I fine know. like no you're going to jail that is you know so i mean now that we're in it like what kind of like experiences and stuff like that we have actually like seen uh in real life with us about like uh because you say about like mm-hmm. your story you were like well it's close to me what exactly you meant by that yeah so you know i had a relationship a long time ago mm-hmm. where I didn't realize that I was... And you know what's crazy? I have to talk about this. Mm-hmm. That, like, some of the incidents that happened, happened in front of my parents. Oh. And they didn't say... They didn't say... Like, anything. in their head, wasn't like, this is abuse. To them, was like, oh, it's just marido and mujer. Yeah, you right? know what I'm saying? Like, like, like it was it's a just relationship. Couples, couples yeah, like, issues. couples thing. We don't get in couples thing. And I remember... I remember one time, like, I even called the cops. Um, and, you know, I called the cops and I left mm-hmm. the house... And because what happened? Like was physical or was, yeah, it like, was he, like a more uh I had I had made a mention of him getting drunk or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, you know, he like shook me and then when I tried to run into my room, like he mm. grabbed me by like the back of my hair and tried to oh, pull me out. God. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I pushed him away and then I ran. Actually my uncle came, I remember. My uncle came and my dad and they kinda like, you know, yeah. separated it and then I left. So when I left, when I got out, I called the cops. Yeah. And then I called my dad and I said, you know, I just called the cops on him. And, you know, they were not okay with it. So they mm-hmm. actually told him that I had called the cops so oh that he God. would leave. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you wouldn't think like your own parents would be like, hey, you, you know need to I'm go saying? because you called the cops. Like, You know, bro. that was one occasion. There was another occasion where we were about 30 minutes away from our home. Uh-huh. And my mom was there and we, we, we got into it and... He hit me like he. Oh my lord! In front of your mom. In front of my mom, and um, I think you know she thought it was something like minor, but no, he fucking put his hands on me. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it doesn't matter what it was. If it was a joke or anything, like you mm. fucking put your hands on. Yeah, me. and so on the way back, so so I didn't want to ride with him on the mm-hmm. way back, you know, because yeah. I was like, no, fuck you, like you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but she made me ride back with him, mm. so I had to ride back thirty fucking minutes, and I remember staring out the window because I didn't want to look at him, and I would be like, you know, tears falling yeah. down my eyes because I was so. I didn't even know how to feel. Yeah. But that brings me to the fact that I was so confused. That's where the confusion for me started. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I was really young. And I was confused as to like, wait, wait a minute. Is this normal? Because right? everybody acted like it was normal. So I was thinking, oh my, my emotions were so mixed. Like, okay. Like, I knew I was crying because I felt some type of way. Mm-hmm. But, but I was very confused as to what had just happened. Mm-hmm. And why was it that the people that are supposed to... Take care of you, like, uh, not take care of you. Um, protect me, protect you know? You. Yeah. yeah. Didn't say anything. So, so for me, it was like, maybe it is. Maybe it's not that big of a deal. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, as, as time progressed, um, you know, I think it was more emotional abuse, mm-hmm. you know? Because that's when I went through a very, a very dark cycle in my life where I had, like, suicidal thoughts. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't know how to get out. And I used to think I was worthless. Then you have this person tell you, like... Oh, you're worthless. Yeah. You know, you're not this and you're not that. And so it just made... So I had... I think it was a lot of emotional, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Abuse and stuff. Yeah, but one thing, something happened where I believe, like, um, 
we were we were laying in bed and I had a phone number that had called me mm-hmm. and it was actually like a test somebody like the test phone it was something stupid and he asked me who that num- who the phone was and, and I was like I don't know I said I don't know oh my goodness so it started a fight mm-hmm. you know and I was laying in bed and he tried to pull me up from bed and you know we were kind of like wrestling I was trying to explain to him I don't know you know yeah. um I think it was a wrong number it was something so stupid um but then when he tried to get me up and I wouldn't, I remember he like punched me in the arm. Oh. You know, in the arm. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't in the face, it was in the arm. I'm still wrong. <laughs> but no, but I'm yeah. but this I'm going I'm gonna go to it as to why I said that. But um so I fell back in bed, then he grabbed me by the feet and he dragged me off of the bed. Oh my god. So once he did that, I was like, Okay, I give up. <clears throat> you know, mm. I got up and I left. And and now, you know, a few days later I think I was driving and I remember, but the, you have to, before I say that, you have to think though, in this, in this time when this happens, I was, I was, you know, broken in every sense, yeah, exactly. you know, I was depressed. I had like chronic depression. I was dealing with so much, like, I, yeah. I just thought like, I'm not worth living. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So at this point in my life, I just cried. Like I would cry and go in a con- corner mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just kind of like, you know, I didn't know what to do. So anyways, I was driving days later and I heard this ad. You know how they have the ads in the radio uh-huh. for domestic violence? And I heard the ad, and I, I would always hear it before, but I was like, that's not me. That, never pay attention. I mean, yeah. That never can never that be me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking domestic violence. You got to be bruised up. He has exactly. to beat the shit out, living shit out of you, and that's yes. domestic violence. But something told me to call. So I remember I called, and I kind of, like, explained what was happening and what was going on, and uh, and they reassured me that, like, no, you were... 100% experiencing domestic violence. Oh, wow. I didn't have a bruised face. I didn't have any bruises on myself. Yeah, you, have... you're like, but, but he hasn't busted my, my lips. And he's like, yeah, Man, you, know, you don't need to have your lips busted. Yeah, you know, and, and they were like, so so they got me the help that I needed. Thank you know, God. They got me therapists. They got me out of that. And and I, I, I to this day, I thank them so much for that. But that was yeah. um, YWCA. So I have oh. like a fond place of them in my heart because awesome. oh of all the God. help I received, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I think after that, like I became really over. Like after that, like after I went through all the therapy and mm-hmm. all of that, like I became this person that I was like super protective of me. Yeah, exactly. And I think then, you know, it became like where somebody would tell me something if I was in a relationship, right? And they would just tell me something that I think. Like, I would just jump at them. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, next thing you know, I was the one being abusive. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It, it literally, I literally turned. You became the bully. Yes, uh-huh. I became the abusive person because I would fight like, the, like you know, like I, like I was about to die. Like, I was defending yeah. myself like that. But, mm-hmm. and then I remember thinking like, wow, like, look at me now, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I used to be the one in the position that he's in now. Exactly. Now he's the one saying like, hey, come, you know, stop. You're like, putting down. your hands like, on me. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You're like, no, bitch, I'm gonna fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because you're, Which you know, you're crazy. already feeling like, no, I'm not gonna let you do I that to you me anymore. extremely guarded. Exactly. You know? And it took years of therapy and talking about it mm-hmm. and being okay. You know, like, forgiving yeah. and, you know, forgiving him as well forgiving as forgiving yourself. Me exactly mm-hmm. for all of that but that was crazy like you know that fucking is yeah and and there you go and, the, and that's one of the things that you'll be thinking like oh domestic violence but it's not happening to me it might not happen to none of my friends and you're not thinking like bro behind you doors don't know. you don't know what the heck is happening and you know what's crazy though i remember the day that i found out or i realized like that it was domestic violence what mm-hmm. i was experiencing that maybe it wasn't like physical as much because yeah. no you know that was what that day was like a rare day that he physically touched me but yeah it was ex- uh, for sure for sure emotional i went to my mom 
crying. And I was like, Mom, I can't take it anymore, you know. And I just, like, exploded her, just said everything. And and I felt like my whole family kind of was just, like, they didn't know what to do. Like, my mm. mom didn't necessarily say anything. You know, they were all just kind of, like, in shock. Yeah. You know, at the fact that that's, I... That's how ignorant, you know. Yeah, 100%. We, we can be, you know, as a, as a society or whatever. That sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's like... I don't even know how to react to that. Now, thank God we're more woke. <laughs> yeah, but with the Hispanic community, it's like, well, es tu marido. Yeah. What is this? Or if you have children with them, then uh-huh. it's like, what's well, the papa de tu hijo? You what know what about when they tell you, when they tell you, well, stop provoking him? Yeah. Girl, 100%. I have it. Oh my God. I have heard that like so many times. Mm-hmm. Well, he hit me, and, and when I told so or so that you saw him, stop provoking him. Or if you would just shut up, or it's like, hey, you have a mouth too. Why don't you just like, you know what I mean? It's like, what a fucking second. Yeah. Are you big? Yeah, and that's what it comes to victim blaming part. That is like, now you're saying that. Yeah. You know, unless it's like, yeah, because sometimes we do like, you know, sometimes we can't poke the bear to an extent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But sometimes it's like, no, bro, he hit me. He fucking mm-hmm. hit me out of nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So right there, and people be like, "Well, why don't you just stop arguing behind him? Or why don't you just stop with this thing?" Yeah. It's like, Bleh. but I have I have a problem with that, like poke the bear comment. I know, yeah. You know, that, after I said that, I was, I was because, like, "Damn, we're gonna say know, this." I was, I was I was told that before because I was not talking about that part, but yes, yeah, I said, "Yeah, but let's talk about it." That's true. Let's talk about it. Bitch. Let's talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, because I feel like when it comes to domestic violence. uh any type of domestic violence yeah. there's no such thing as poke the bear if you're an adult and you know how to handle yourself and handle your yeah. emotions you know if somebody does something to you or hits you in the face or maybe damages something of yours yeah or or is emotionally abusive to and then somebody goes like well you know you poke the bear it's like yeah well i like i get it but explain it exactly better. so so there you go so, so it's like since you want to talk about it <laughs> so the thing is this If you know this person is this way, right? And you choose to still be with this There person. Because that's what exactly. it is. It's, it's not that you're in a situation where like, I don't know how to get out. Exactly. I don't know. No, 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 no. You know the situation that you are. You know how this person is. You know what fucking mother, how you know that this person doesn't know how to deal with certain situations, right? Mm-hmm. And you're still choosing. That's what I say with the other lady with a blue-faced girlfriend. That mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't even feel bad about it. Because that's where I come. If you already know how this person is and you're still choosing to be with this person, mm-hmm. then to me it's like you just poke in the bird. Because it's like, if I know I have a whole beast shit on my fucking door, right? I know, mm-hmm. I see, I know what the, what the beast do, can do to me. Yeah. And I'm over here like... Instead of, instead of actually removing it and just get it out of my house, I just leave it there, but I keep, mm-hmm. like, touching it here and there. Touching yeah. it here and there to see if they're going to do it. Then, to me, it's like you're fucking poking the bear. Yeah. It's like, why don't you get yourself out of this situation? When you can't get yourself out, you just choose to be there hoping that one day this weird miracle is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then get mad when people tell you, like, well, you kind of got it on yourself. And I think I get that more of, like, toxic relationships than yes. domestic violence There you go. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because now that, I, that I, I know what it's like, you know, yeah. and, and you would look at my situation and be like, why the fuck you didn't get out? Because exactly. let me tell you, mm-hmm. after I did get out, after I went to therapy, yeah. a bitch went back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A yeah. bitch went back. Yeah. yeah. I went back 
with a different mindset. That's yeah. what, when I went back, then I was... That's when you were the bully then. That's uh-huh. when I was the abusive uh-huh. person. Not necessarily abusive, but, you know, like, mm-hmm. no me dejaba. Like, you know, any little yeah. thing, I would jump. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not always... But but when I was dealing with the depression and all that and dealing with the, the domestic abuse, yeah. I don't know. Like, in my mind... Yeah, that was like a different... Yeah. Not, I don't know. You know, so now I have more more empathy and I do feel like if you're experiencing it, please get out. And that's yes. the only thing we can do is like, please get out. But, you know... Yeah, and it's like something that I have learned and I mean, maybe God has let me see in or life, whatever, is that there are always... There is something always better. You know what oh I mean? Oh my God, 150%. Obviously, obviously, you kind of have, you know... God says you need to help yourself and I will help you, right? Like, ayúdate que yo te ayudaré. So, you don't have to make better decisions. Meaning, I know I got up with this motherfucker that was like, ignorance hell. I could see the signs. I still went with him or whatever, right? I got myself out of there. Why in the fuck would you go back to, you know what I mean? Something like that. Because right there, then it's like... If this was on Facebook, I'd be like, just tag me. <laughs> <laughs> because right there, it's kind of like... You need to help yourself. You know what I mean? There are things better out there. You just have to make better choices yeah. as well. How, why do I say that? Well, uh, if you heard uh, our last episode with Jose, that he was talking about him being Salvadorian and me coming to him being like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, this Salvadorian dude, whatever, whatever. It was like, because I was dating this Salvadorian dude. It was a really short time because, bitch, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It was really short uh, time of year. But the thing is, this is like... He was the fucking sweetest, okay? Meaning, you would walk up and it was like, good morning, your majesty, like yeah. your princess, whatever. I mean, it was Dejame like, un altar. oh my goodness. This man was like, he would bring me food every day. He would bring mm-hmm. me flowers. He would do the everything. He would pay for everything. I mean, it was like, a, oh my God, Prince, yeah. Prince Charming, right? Then Prince Charming was like that until he fucking drinks. Mm. Prince Charming fucking like get drunk and this motherfucker was a straight and you know a ba- real bad trick because at least we know trick yeah. is like good heart he's just <laughs> ugly and you know <laughs> but you know what I mean it's like this motherfucker was like really a fucking ogre like uh, I remember the one time and I started noticing then because it's like I started thinking like well what what the fuck I got into myself with because mm-hmm. one time I remember I went out with one of my girlfriends and uh we went to we went to a place over here, whatever. The point is that he knew I was going there. I was like, hey, I'm going to go out with this guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mind you, it's like one of like, that guy was like my cousin. You know what I mean? He popped up there and then he was like, oh, you're taking me home. And I was like, well, okay, I'm going to take you home, but mm-hmm. I'm taking my friend home after you. Bro, when I drop him off home and then on the mm-hmm. way to drop off my friend home, that guy told me all oh, bitches and hoes the whole time. Oh my God. You're a hoe, you're a puta, una zorra. I mean, he was sending mm-hmm. me all the bad words you can fucking think of. Mm-hmm. He was texting me through the whole time. And I was like, bro, I'm just dropping somebody off. You know what I mean? So right then I start thinking like, do I really want this shit? But then like you said, a bitch went back, right? Like a bitch is like, it's like, oh, well, I mean, it's just because it's drunk. Day he apologized. You know, exactly. And, oh yeah. no, next day in the morning, I remember that. Back he- to Prince Charming. Yeah. Oh, I remember that the next day of them, he came to my house with the biggest thing of flowers, mm-hmm. gave it to my grandma, and then stayed outside of my uh, job for mm-hmm. eight hours. That's fucking crazy. I know. Creepy as fuck. I didn't leave that day because I didn't want to see him. I didn't want to talk to him. And he stayed there the whole eight hours. So when I was 5 p.m., I'm like, fuck, I have to go home. Yeah. I got out of my job, and he was right there apologizing. Babe, this isn't mm-hmm. that. Ah, crying, crying. Okay. 
Yeah. Bro, and then I remember that it was the last time that I was like, okay, this is enough. Mm-hmm. When I really noticed that we went from verbal to physical. How yeah. do we went to physical? One day we went out, kicking it with his friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, he started drinking. He started drinking. It was like midnight. And by then I was working. I was living with my parents. I was living with my yeah. mom. Yeah. So I'm like, bro, I need to get home mm-hmm. early. So I was like, and I literally told him this. I said, we can go home now. To, I can drop you off at your house because he was driving with me. Because obviously mm-hmm. when he get drunk, he get just like that. I was yeah. like, I can drop you off at home right now. We can do some things, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then I can go home now. Or if you keep drinking, I'm going to have to just drop you off and go home because it's going to be too late. You ain't getting none. You ain't getting none. This side. You want some? You want none. You know what I mean? Like, that's on you. He's like, no, no, yeah, we're leaving. Keep it going. Keep it going. Mm, Keep it going. I was like, okay, cool. No problem. I'm going to let you. But he was like, okay, go home now. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to drop you off. When I went to his house, I was like, hey, I'm going to drop you off. And he was like, no, what you mean, babe? I'm like, no. I gave you the option. I Mm -hmm. told you. You wanted to do it now, what to do later? Now you chose to do later. I'm gonna just fucking drop you off and go home. He was like, babe, don't be like that. I was like, no, I'm for real. Get the fuck out of my car. Yeah. He, bro, I don't know. Maybe it's just past trauma. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. saw this mm-hmm. man coming to me, trying to like in a rapey situation, mm-hmm. kind of like uh, trying to, he started like kissing me, but like, like, like getting on me, yeah. like, like, touch you. Yeah. Bitch. Mm. You went off on his ass. Oh, right there. Like, it's like, I went red. I went yes. red because I just I just felt like, were you trying to rape me in my own fucking mm-hmm. car? Boom, I just started hitting. Left and right. Just left and right. Wow. I was I got him out of my fucking car, like beating him up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I was like, no, uh-uh. Yeah. I'm not a fucking kid anymore. You cannot just fucking come at me like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you cannot just no. Like yeah. fuck you. You know what I mean? Like you said how you went it's back like, and no, you wanna be like no. Yeah, like right there, you you know how you said like you went back and now you were the bully? Because yeah. you're like no me dejo. Yeah. That's how I feel. I feel like, mm-hmm. no me dejo. Yeah. You know, like I said, it could be past traumas or whatever, but it's like, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I beat his ass up and I was like, never again. Never again. I have never been in an abusive relationship. I have never wanted to touch nobody because my mom always taught me, like, I have a brother. She always say, if you put your hands on somebody, they have all the rights to hit you back. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. because I mean, you put your hands on, you need to keep your hands to yourself. Girl, after that day, I was like, never again. And I never it's looked like back. what you tell kids. You know, you don't hit yeah. until they hit. You know what I mean? They hit you, hit back. Then you hit back. And yeah. then you tell the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and then you tell the teacher. You know what I mean? And then tell me. You know, so, no. I was like, right there. So, after I got myself in the situation, what I did, never again. I never looked to somebody that was like yeah. that. You no. don't put yourself in those situations, Anymore. Right? Because I'm, no. Yeah. No, it was it wasn't a fun experience. It wasn't a good experience. Mm-hmm. I learned from that shit. Move mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's. I think a lot of things. A lot of the issues when it comes to domestic violence and getting out of it. Mm-hmm. For me, like in that period of my life, I felt like I mentioned earlier. I felt completely broken. I didn't yeah. know who I was. I didn't know yeah. what I was doing. I was depressed. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of brings you to a point where you lose yourself in every aspect of the work you know so with you not having an identity not knowing what you're doing here not Mm -hmm. knowing all that it's so easy for people to manipulate you you're so vulnerable you know what i'm saying you become kind of like a puppet to your surroundings Mm -hmm. so so you're just like living day by day versus like actually living you're just like a zombie and so i think it starts a lot with self-love and like there you you know having Mm -hmm. like that love of yourself and respect for yourself once if you have that There's no way that this is going to happen to you, right? Yeah. And you know when to get out. You know, you see the red flags from the beginning yeah. and you get the fuck out because you're like, no, not this bitch. Uh-huh, you know uh-huh, what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But, but a lot of times in those situations, it starts with that. 
Yeah. A lot of these women don't have that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They have a lot of what you mentioned earlier, post trauma. Exactly. You know, shit that happened to mm-hmm. them, you know, childhood shit and stuff like that. And so then they come into this relationship and, yeah. you know, you're feeling worthless. You feel like you don't deserve to be loved the, the way that you should. Yeah. So or or some of them that they should. You know, how people yeah. be saying, like, well, she has daddy issues and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That is like. A lot of these women, they just take everything because they just want somebody to love them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They don't care who they're with or what they're going through. They just feel like, at least he, at least he said he loves me. Exactly. You know, and it's you like, oh my God, no. Yeah, but it's like, and what I found and with all of, you know, now that I'm mm-hmm. older and it's kind of like, you can't expect someone to give you what you don't give yourself. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. brings me to that blue face and Krishan thing, right? Yes. If you saw the video and if you guys don't know, go on Instagram and, and look up their hashtags. You'll see the whole uh, drama story there. Yeah. But when she put, she posted a, uh, she was on live and she was literally fucking beat up. Like, they yeah. punch her in the, in the, she's, she had a bloody nose, babe, nose <laughs> yeah. bruised eye. And when she said, like, you know, you came over here uh, to disrespect me. And he, he responded and said, you don't even respect yourself. Mm. And I was like, mm. oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Comes mm-hmm. back to that. You can't ask for people to give you what you don't give yourself. There you go. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge thing right there that I think as women, a lot of times we go into relationships and we go into relationships when we're broken. Yeah. Right? Looking for that love without understanding that you first need to love yourself. Yeah, exactly. In order for you to actually be able to give love and receive yeah. love the right way. Yeah, because you attract what you are. Exactly. Right? So if you're uh-huh. broken, you're going to attract a broken partner. And here's now, two, two bro- broken <laughs> motherfuckers trying to make a hole. Uh-uh. Exactly. Like, it's never going to work. Yeah, so no. you have to be able to give it to yourself before... You you expect to receive yeah. it. I know? mean, because honestly, if you're broken, can you really give good love? You cannot. You know, but as women, we think we are. Like, I know yeah, for me, yeah. I was like, you know, but, but, you know, but I'm you, doing, but you I'm cannot. cleaning, I'm cooking, mm. I'm doing this, I'm doing And you think. Yeah, but you, you cannot. You cannot give healthy, good love yeah. to nobody. But a lot of times we are just, what you said, you're kind of like begging for yeah. attention yeah. and affection uh-huh. and love. And you and in your mind, but it's I like, well, maybe. You. you should love yeah, me. Yeah, you know, and, if I just do this, they'll be better. Yeah. They'll be happy. But yeah. that's the thing. If you don't love yourself, you yeah. know, nothing is ever going to be enough. Yeah. Like like I hear, and, and this might be a little bit like, what? But it's like, like women when it's like, but he's cheating on you. And he's like, but he's coming home every night. Like, I know. What? I've heard that. Like, I've like, heard that. Like, what? Like, yeah. he's coming home every With night. a community dick. And <laughs> like, what the fuck you mean? You know, and read that it's like, that's self-love. Like, you need to love yourself better, baby. Mm-hmm. To understand that you don't deserve that. You don't deserve to be with nobody that is out here, like, just giving dick to every single fucking person yeah. and then just coming back and be like, oh, but I sleep here. Yeah. No, babe. So let's talk about red flags of domestic violence. Like, for you, what are red flags? What would you consider red flags? If you feel that you have to tiptoe about them. Mm-hmm. Like you're walking you know? in the eggshells? Exactly. Like, if you, ha- if you feel like you cannot express yourself, you're going to be yourself around them. You cannot mm-hmm. be like, like, you know, um... Uh, you just like, oh my god, I don't want to like make yeah. him make him uncomfortable. I'm not making anything. I feel that that's like a. You I know. think any type of aggressive behavior is a big red flag, but but it's also jealousy to me. Jealousy is a red flag. Like the the 
Depend on extreme why jealousy. Because, side, yeah. You know, there's a jealousy. I remember my mom used to have this this uh he was my first he was my my first stepdad when I came oh, to the United okay, States. Okay, okay. And mm-hmm. and she and she would tell me, you know, after they broke up or whatever, mm-hmm. that he she would be like putting makeup on and he would make her take the makeup off. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're not going out with that. Take it off. Yeah. That's a big sign to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um I feel that Maybe it goes in hand to hand with like toxic relationships, you know. A hundred percent, a toxic. Yeah. Yes. But with with domestic violence, um, I feel like the first time that they feel comfortable enough to punch a wall next to yeah. you, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Grab some shit. If they're if they're aggressive towards anything, the first time might not be towards you. It might yeah. be towards you know aggressiveness is aggressiveness. Yo, that I have heard women be like, "Well, my husband said that I'm really fine. Nobody's gonna love me." Bitch, that's toxic as hell. Get the fuck out of there. Oh, my God. I got I got toxic stories for days. We're going to talk about yeah. that. <laughs> so. Because <laughs> that's uh-uh. But we're definitely talking about toxic soon. So some of the signs that you are in a domestic violence relationship, it could be like telling you that you never do anything right. Yeah. So that like, goes with emotional abuse. That's what I... Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely nothing. Uh, you already said showing the true jealousy. That's absolutely one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, preventing or discouraging you from spending time with friends, family members, or peers. Isolating. Oh you. my goodness, that's a big one. I have seen so many yeah. friends that is like, bro, like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? They're like, oh, but I'm just here. I just prefer. No, are you sure? Are you sure yeah. you just want to stay home? Like, are you sure? There's some people that definitely just like to be home. Mm-hmm. There are others that is like, are you sure you want to be home? Yeah. If they're always bringing people that were super out outgoing, then suddenly it's like, nope, never mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Uh, controlling finances in the household oh without discussion. Yes, I've heard that. Uh, yeah, let's let's have a joint bank account, like, and then it's like controlling every single mm-hmm. money. Oh, but I'm gonna take the card from the joint bank account, like, uh, yeah, we're yeah, not like gonna do that. Yeah, like having the joint bank account is that's not the problem. That's completely fine. You know? It's just like, are we both having a card? If when you have to you, start asking for permission to use five dollars yeah. at the gas store, it's kind of like, wait a minute, you know. Uh, and another one that I want to finish with is like pressure you to have sex or perform sexual acts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or pressure you to use drugs or alcohol. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have a lot of them that is like, hey, I'm really tired. I have seen this shit so many times when it's like people have asked, asked each other, like, is it rape when you're married? Is it rape when it's this? Yeah, yes, baby, it's rape because if you say no, if you say no, it's no. Exactly. Hey, I'm tired. And they're like, well, they'll go to sleep. I'm just going to fuck you. Like, no. Exactly. Rape can definitely happen in marriages and relationships. And a lot of women are not aware of that. They feel like, well, it's my um, duty, you know, because yeah. I'm the wife. Like, I don't want to, but like, I have to. No, you don't fucking have to, you know? Yeah. No, 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 So, no. so recognizing the signs. If you even so as like think that maybe you're in a, maybe it's not physical, but it's emotional. Mm-hmm. Seek help. Go on Google. Nowadays, yeah. resources are everywhere. And, and let's talk about resources since yeah. we're at it right now. Well, yeah. We have, like, the hotline.org, which is pretty much a free resource mm-hmm. that you can call and get help any single time, 24-7. Yes. doesn't matter what day of the week is it that you're yes. feeling like it. And you can you don't have to wait anywhere either, not even longer than 15 minutes. So and just, I think that's where I called the first time that uh, I it was And the, then they hook you up with their people. Exactly. They were, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I literally, I spoke. And I was like, well, you, I, I really didn't know. But she just yeah. listened. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? She was like, yep. no, baby, this. And so we kind of just talked. And it was the first time that I actually said what yeah. I had been thinking about. You know what I'm saying? Say that's, oh my God. So yeah, 100%. One of the numbers is like 1-800-799-SAFE. 1-800-799-SAFE, which is 7233. So 1-800-799-7233. That's a number that is really good to know. Please, a quick Google search. You're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, you're on anything. Do a really mm-hmm. cool Google search right quick. You know what I mean? 
ask yourself, am I in one of those relationships? The website is thehotline.org. You can Mm -hmm. call, you can chat. Yes. You can text. You can text START to 88788. There you go. You see? There is so many ways. I'm telling you, it gets better. It doesn't matter if he's the only provider. You will survive, babe. You will survive, believe me. Like on the comment uno comment though, like where one eats two can eat too. So anybody like just just leave. Like you you won't die, you won't start with other person. They're gonna make you think you are. But that's not true. But that's part of the whole mental abuse. Yeah. So once again, recognize the signs. Yeah. You know, work on yourself. That's the biggest thing. Work on yourself. Learn to love yourself and then you'll know that it's time to get out. Exactly. And this is the end of this episode. Yes. We're definitely going to come back later on to do with the toxic relationship part. 100%. I think this is something that we definitely need to talk to. I think I mean, it goes hand in hand. It you goes know hand to hand. Uh, we all been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's really good to recognize and, and maybe just to talk about it. You know what I mean? I'm so happy that we get to do this because I feel like yes. I can be vulnerable, you know. Yeah. But now that I'm in a different space, I can talk about things and yes, help I others. Can. Hopefully... You know, our listeners, if you're experiencing or going through something like this, please seek help. But hopefully by us talking. Yeah, it make you feel like. It make you feel like, okay, I'm in a safe space. I want to talk about it. Mind you, it doesn't get better in one year, two years, three years. It might take a couple of years for you to feel in in that Mm -hmm. space. Well, you're going to find yourself again. But you will. You will. That's the thing. Because some people want things like immediately. Like, I want to feel better tomorrow. Like, no. Mm, The time heals it all. Time heals it all, but yeah. you need to give it time. So we've mentioned resources, but anybody that's listening, we're all we're available all the time. Absolutely. Like, send us a DM, you know, talk to us. We're mm-hmm. here for you guys. And we've come to the end, end of this episode. So be kind. Love one another. And don't be stupid. Bye. Bye.